Now time for the BCHL Podcast. All the way in front, backhand, scores! Turn on the red light, the Capitals win it. Donaldson shoots, scores! Sean Donaldson shorthanded. Now one of a breakaway, in alone is Libel. Club save is Colby Hedquist. Nice move. Tanelli to the goal, to the backhand, scores! Cue it up. Tyson Dickett again, he scores! There's one for the highlight reel. Magnus all the way around, he scores! How do you do? Zach Michaelis, coast to coast! You go back to the goal! Oh, what a setup! Oh, me, oh my, put that a PCHL tonight! Hey there, welcome to the BCHL Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Adamson. The BCHL Podcast is back after a little bit of a break. We are also coming off our 60th anniversary event last weekend in Penticton, featured the top prospects game and then uh, an outdoor all-star event on a newly built outdoor rink. So on today's episode, we will chat with three different players who participated in the event, get their reaction uh, to everything that went down over the weekend. But before we get to the guest list, I want to let you know that the BCHL podcast is presented by Finning. For more information about Finning, visit them at finning.com. That's F-I-N-N-I-N-G.com. All right. On this week's episode, we speak with Merritt Centennial's goaltender, Johnny Hicks. We also talk with Coquitlam Express forward, Mirko Buttazzoni. And finally, we finish up with Trail Smoke Eaters defenseman, Brady Smith. Our first conversation, as I mentioned, is with Johnny Hicks from the Centennials. As someone who was at the event this weekend, I'm not sure there's anyone who had more fun than Johnny Hicks. He was a last-second replacement for the top prospects game after Salmon Arm Silverback goaltender Carter Richardson had to pull out due to an illness. Hicks got the call about 24 hours before he was set to arrive in Penticton, but uh, he answered the call, uh, made it out for the weekend, and participated in the top prospects game. And on top of that, he was one of the two goalies that played in the alumni and friends game on the outdoor rink on Saturday afternoon. And that game just happened to feature uh, former NHLers like Scott Niedermeyer, Brendan Morrison, Kyle Turris, uh, Jeff Cortnell, Gary Valk. So um, to say that he was excited uh, about the event and playing on the outdoor rink with those players was a bit of an understatement. So uh, lots to talk about with Johnny. We get into the whole event, his experience over the weekend, and also his season so far in Merritt. So uh, let's get right to it. Here is our first interview of the episode with Merritt Centennial's goaltender, Johnny Hicks. All right, Johnny. So uh, we're coming off of uh, All-Star Weekend. You got a last-second invite to take part in the Top Prospects game after uh, another goalie wasn't able to play due to illness. Um, How did you find out you were going, and uh, what were those few hours like between finding out and actually leaving for the event? Because I know you you found out, I think it was the day before that you had to leave. What was that stretch of time like for you? Yeah, it was pretty funny, actually. I was just in my room, and around 3.30, my coach just called me in here. He was just asking if I wanted to play in the game. And I was like, wait, what? What did you say? Then he was like, do you want to play in the top prospects game? And I was like, oh, yeah, 100%. Like, I kind of just asked him what happened. And I was super pumped right away. I texted my goalie coach. I texted my mom, my dad, my grandma. I texted all my family. And they were all super excited. And I had to explain to them what just happened. So, yeah, it was fun. I was The whole night I was just super stoked. I could 
barely sleep that night, to be honest. I had to calm down a bit. But uh, yeah, I was super excited. I'm, I'm, I was just super thankful of what happened. And I'm super happy of how it all worked out. Yeah, what did it mean to you to get the call to be the next man up? Like, there's only f- there were only four goalies selected. There's only so many spots. So for you to be the next person up, uh, what did it mean to you to get that call? Yeah, it was amazing. I mean, it, it was just kind of just something. Just it, it was a good feeling to think that something worked out, and I was super happy. I I don't think I've ever been that happy. For a, for a long time because I before the season started I told my mom I was gonna get her that jersey and when when that happened I I knew I was gonna give it to her right after so I was just super happy she doesn't know I'm gonna give it to her but I'm gonna give it to her and <laughs> I, I just I've told everyone that and I'm I'm super excited to do that. Uh, so the fact that you didn't have any time to prepare, really, do you think it made it harder or easier for you, um, given the fact that you, you found out a day before you were leaving, you didn't really have time to build it up in your mind? Was that harder or easier, do you think? I feel like that was easier because maybe, say, I, I was nominated when it first happened or when the nominations happened. I, I would probably have been thinking about that game for a while now. So it was nice. I just got to focus on day by day and just focus on game by game leading up to that instead of just, you know, always thinking ahead to this game. So it was that it worked out really well, I thought. So you had a hand. You had a handful of your merit teammates with you at the event, but uh, also a lot of players that you didn't know as well. Um, I've been asking most of the guys who who were at the event the same question, but uh, what was it like engaging with some of those guys from other teams that you didn't know well going into it? Like, were you able to build some bonds and friendships out of the weekend? How did that go? Yeah, it was really cool. I mean, my goalie partner, Justin Katz, we, we talked a lot just about goalie stuff. Obviously, like pads and stuff like that and uh, right right on the opening day after we did our, our little circuit we we got the sewer ball going so that's how everyone started bonding right away and it was a, it was a really fun experience I, I got to know a lot of the, the guys a lot better like uh, the Penticton guys they're pretty nice and then the Cranbrook guys I don't want to leave anyone out I'm just saying Everyone, everyone was really nice in that dressing room. I, I got to know everyone pretty well. So there was a media day as well for the top prospect, top prospects players before the game. Um, I know in talking to our camera crew that was there, they mentioned that you were one of the more engaged uh, players and very easy to deal with and willing to have fun with it. Is that something that comes naturally to you? Where um, that kind of loose personality is that a good description of you? Uh, you know, I guess it depends on the occasion. I feel like I feel like if it's just a normal day in practice, I'm pretty focused. Or uh, during a game day, I'm pretty focused. But you know, on an occasion like this, that could possibly only happen once in your life. I feel like you have to enjoy it the best you can and just take in everything the best you can and just have fun and be in the moment and relax because this doesn't come often. So I, I just enjoyed it the best I could. 
So during the top prospects game, uh, because you were a, a last minute replacement, you weren't on the same team as your uh, Centennials teammates. So you're actually going up against them, uh, the guys that were there. Uh, what was it like being on the other side of things uh, against them and, and taking shots from them instead of uh, stopping pucks behind them? Yeah, it was pretty fun. In my head, I, I, it's pretty funny. I, I just told myself they weren't going to score. <laughs> and it was like a friendly competition, but I, I didn't, I kind of tripped them a little after the game a bit, but it was just friendly tripping. Nothing bad, but it was a lot. It was a lot of fun. I liked racing. Uh, Curly, I wanted to see how hard a shot was in the game. So it was, it was pretty hard. One, you know, snuck, snuck one in on me, uh, top glove. So <laughs> I, I'm happy I got that one. <laughs> Uh, and then the next day, I mean, it didn't stop for you at the top prospects game. Uh, the next day was the outdoor portion of the event. Uh, you weren't part of the all-star game or the skills competition, but you and Justin Katz, who you mentioned earlier, uh, who was your goaltending partner in the top prospects game, you both took part in the alumni and friends game. Um, and yeah. that was uh, an, an outdoor game on, on the rink there featuring uh, former NHLers like Scott Niedermeyer, Brendan Morris, and Kyle Turris. Um, how special was it for you to take part of that, uh, take part in that game, and, and especially have it having it be on the outdoor rink? Yeah, I mean that that was something I'll never remember for the rest of my life, or I will remember for the rest of my life. Sorry, and I, I just had so much fun. You could see a smile on my face the whole game. I would think if you were there, because. I was just doing pad stacks. I was, <laughs> I was just having a good time and being in the moment. And that's something I'll, I'll never forget. I got yeah. to know a lot of new guys too, like Wade McLeod. I, I never really knew him until I, I got to know him uh, this past weekend. So he, he was, we were talking a lot. He's a former Merit Centennial. So it was just nice to, to kind of get to know all of these guys. It was a super fun experience that I'll never forget for the rest of my life. Yeah, you, you kind of answered my question here, but um, in your comment there about Wade McLeod, former Merritt Centennial, but were there any any other guys that you connected with a little bit? What was the conversation like on the ice? You you mentioned the pad stacks. Um, you, you were making some pretty good saves on those guys. So uh, what was the banter like on the ice? Uh, yeah, to be honest, I didn't talk much, but I, I did at the end of the game. I talked to Morrissey. I, I just told him, you're lucky you scored that one <laughs> as a joke, obviously. <laughs> and I told that to Tyler Johnson, too. But I was just joking around, but having a fun time. Fun. <laughs> uh, so switching gears then uh just talking about your season so far in merit um you have a 919 save percentage you're just uh 0. 0.001 away from uh the third best save percentage in the bchl and it, that's despite being a goaltender who faces more shots than most on each night um so how have you been able to put together such a strong season uh even though your team necessarily necessarily hasn't had uh the success maybe you wanted but you're still been able to put up a strong performance so far thank you and uh yeah it's it's all down to what i do off the ice it's me and my goalie coach we do a lot of preparation leading into every game and make sure i'm always ready for anything that happens our big thing is murphy's law expect the unexpected so uh yeah we're we're just i think it comes down to the work off the ice and on the ice during practices and I think I'm just uh 
really prepared for, for anything that happens. And I'm just trying to take things day by day and focus on my process and results. Not I'm not too worried about results. I'm more focused on what I can control and what um, things. I'm just rolling with the punches. So even though your team is in ninth place in the interior, they're still much improved compared to last year. Uh, what have you seen from this year's Merritt Centennials team that's uh, that was maybe missing last year and, and what you guys have improved on uh, in that time? Yeah, I mean, it's a really tight group in the locker room. Every Everyone is super close with each other, which is really nice to see. And uh, on the ice, we work super hard in practice off the ice. We, everyone works super hard and it's a, it's a small town. So we all know each other really well and it, it's, it's just a lot of fun. We, we train hard and we work hard off the ice and our, we, we out process and we try to outwork everyone we can. Uh, so you're coming off a hard fought shootout loss last night to West Kelowna. Uh, the single point puts you seven points back of the final playoff spot. What do you need to do down the stretch here to catch some teams and, and maybe sneak into the playoffs late in the season? Yeah, we're just going to have to, we're just going to have to focus on our process and not too much on the results of what happens and just try to get better every single day and grow as a team together and just hopefully sneak a few more wins in and, and that would be enough to, to get us in a playoff spot. I think this team wants wants to be in the playoffs more than anyone, to be honest. So it's a, it's a really good group of guys, and they deserve it from all the hard work. Last question for you here. Just going back to, to last weekend and the event, um, when you think about the event and, and even uh, down the road, uh, what, what do you think your lasting memories are going to be um, from uh, your experience last weekend at the uh, 60th anniversary outdoor event? I think it's just going to be just meeting all the new guys. That was that was super fun to me, and the top prospects team was un, unbelievable. I don't think that will ever come again in my life. So I'm I'm super thankful for that, and the alumni game too. Just seeing all those those NHL alumni on an outdoor rink with the jerseys too. I have the jerseys hung up in my room right now, so. Uh, that's something I'll never forget for the rest of my life. Just the whole weekend was amazing. I really enjoyed everything. Well, Johnny, uh, glad you enjoyed it. Um, it was uh, well-deserved to be included in that game. Um, and uh, best of luck here uh, down the stretch to you and your teammates. Thank you very much. I appreciate your time. Huge thank you to Johnny Hicks for joining the podcast. All right, let's keep things moving. Our next interview is with Coquitlam Express forward Mirko Buttazzoni. Buttazzoni was a big part of last weekend's activities as well. He was on Team West for the Top Prospects game, uh, as well as on Team Tourist for the Outdoor All-Star Tournament. Buttazzoni participated in the Accuracy Shooting event at the skills competition. He did not end up winning that event, but uh, him and uh, his Team Tourist teammates uh, took home the championship in the Outdoor All-Star Tournament. And Buttazzoni himself took home Most Valuable Player honors. Team Tourist was filled with players from lower mainland teams. So uh, we talked to Buttazzoni about that, playing with some of the players that he's normally rivals with. 
during the regular season. So uh, we get into that, his experience uh, on the weekend, uh, his thoughts on winning MVP of the tournament, and a whole lot more. So here it is, our interview with Coquitlam Express forward Mirko Budazoni. All right, Mirko. So we are just coming off of the BCHL 60th anniversary uh, All-Star Weekend. You were a big part of that. You were uh, in the top prospects game, uh, in the skills competition, and in uh, the outdoor All-Star game. So before we get into the specifics uh, of each event, uh, I think the most unique was probably the outdoor rink uh, and that atmosphere. So uh, what was it like for you? Did you have much experience playing outdoors uh, growing up, or was this a fairly new thing? What was it like for you getting to play on the outdoor rink like that? Yeah, it was lots of fun, and uh, there's a lot more fans than I expected. And yeah, it was lots of fun just meeting other players around the league. And with outdoor rinks, uh, my dad grew up up north in Williams Lake, so I go up there sometimes around Christmas time. So I've been on a few outdoor rinks, but not many. So you were part of Team Tourist, which was made up uh, of players from all of the lower mainland teams. You had one teammate on there in Mateo Dixon, but uh, all the other guys were from uh, the other teams around the league. So what was it uh, like getting to play with some of those other players that are normally your rivals, but uh, were teammates over the weekend? Yeah, it's pretty cool. Usually uh, usually you're competing hard against them and trying to beat them and now uh, and then there you're having fun with them and trying to win and it was cool to like meet them and yeah just have fun with them so your team ended up winning the tournament um it's funny watching from my perspective it, it looked like the pace of play and the intensity kind of picked up a lot in the last couple games um as teams were either trying to make the final or, or actually win in the championship game uh, what can you say about the the level of competition and how things kind of ramped up a little bit as we got uh, closer to that championship yeah for sure for sure i feel like the the first game was just not as serious and more for fun and then by the in the finals it was like full out almost like it was we wanted to win and what was it about your team that you think uh allowed you to to win it what what was the the recipe success for team uh for team tourists uh we just we just all got along well and i think we had good chemistry and we had a good goalie as well and eli so you were named All-Star MVP after your performance. Uh, what did it mean to you to cap off the weekend like that and, and be recognized as the most valuable player of the All-Star tournament? Yeah, it was really cool to be named the MVP. Uh, yeah, I thought lots of people could have got it, but it was cool. And then earlier in the day, you were uh, part of the skills competition. You were in the accuracy shooting. I know you didn't uh, end up winning it, but what, what did you think about your performance in, in that uh, event? I thought it was okay. It was could have been better, but my hands are a little cold, so <laughs> some of the shot off. Fair enough. Um, and and going back even further, the night before uh, it was the top prospects game as well. That's something pretty unique uh, to the league. Um, the league has had an, an all star game before, but never uh, a top prospects game. So uh, there were a ton of scouts out to watch. Uh, pretty full building as well. Um, what was it like uh, to be a part of that night? Yeah, it was really fun to, like said, play against other uh, top players around the league. And that game was obviously uh, more serious. So everyone was trying. And it was a really fast game. And yeah, it was, it was cool. It was fun to be a part of. 
So part of the top prospect game as well was the on ice and the off ice combine. You had the on ice combine combine in the morning uh, before the game. And then the off ice stuff uh, was actually the night before. Um, I, I know uh, players uh, at this level go through a ton of training and, and stuff like that. But have you ever been through that type of testing that uh, was done in both of the combines or was it something fairly new to you? No, it was, yeah, that was my first time doing both of those. And yeah, I thought it was uh, pretty cool. Yeah. What kind of stuff stood out to you? Were, were there things that you think you excelled at? Were there things that maybe uh, you would want to work on? Like, um, how did you personally handle uh, that testing given it was the first time you've done a lot of it? Uh, yeah, I just, just got to probably I'd take away work on like my jumping. And then I thought it was okay. Like on the ice. So uh, we touched on this a little bit with your teammates on your teammates on Team Tourist, the other lower mainland players. But you spent a ton of time over the weekend with players uh, throughout the league, um, and it's no secret a lot of players in our league know each other um, from uh, playing on other teams, uh, playing on the same team growing up, or playing against each other growing up. But this was um, a, a bit unique because you were f- forced to be side by side with a lot of those players. Um, and, and a lot of them were players that I'm sure you didn't know. So what was it like for you to spend the weekend with some of these guys, uh, getting to know them at meals, uh, on the bus and stuff like that? Uh, what was it like um, getting to know some of those players that maybe you didn't know before this weekend? Yeah, it was nice. I didn't know uh, anyone actually on my team, Terrace team. It was nice to get to know all of them and meet them. And everyone was a great guy. And yeah, we all got along well. So just shifting gears here away from uh, the All-Star Weekend and talking about your season so far with the Express, uh, you're having a really good year, your, your second year in the BCHL. Um, you've got 12 goals, 19 assists, 31 points. That puts you third in team scoring, only a couple back of the team lead. Uh, what can you say about your play this year? Uh, and then specifically, um, what, what steps have you taken forward uh, in your game this year compared to last year? Uh, yeah, I think I'm uh, having a pretty good year because I think from last year I've just became like a more complete player and just uh, in all three zones and I just been given also uh, more opportunity and feel like I've taken advantage of that. Yeah, the team has also noticeably improved throughout the year as well. Um, you're tied for third place in the Coastal Conference right now. Um, what do you think has allowed the team to build momentum and, and climb the standings like you have been in recent weeks? Yeah, I think that uh, our we got a good group of guys and we all want to win. And we got a first-year head coach and Patrick Sexton. He's been great with all the systems and stuff and holds us to a high standard. So it's been working well so far. Yeah, you just led me into my last question here. I was going to ask you about uh, Patrick. Is, as you mentioned, his first uh, first year with the Express, his first time as a head coach in the BCHL. What specific things has he done um, to help the team this year? You mentioned some of those systems. Like, How does he want you to play, and how has it led to success on the ice? Yeah, he uh, wants us to play fast and fast and heavy. And so he's yeah he played in Penticton for a few years and also coached there so he knows what it takes to win and it's been working pretty good so far all right Mirko well uh that's it that's all I got for you so thank you so much for joining me and, and chatting about the weekend I hope you had a great time and uh, best of luck uh, to you and your teammates the rest of the way here yeah thank you 
Thank you very much to Mirko Budazzoni for the time. All right, one more interview to go. Let's finish up on a strong note. Our last interview is with Trail Smoke Eaters defenseman Brady Smith. Like our other two interviews, Smith was also a part of the BCHL 60th anniversary celebration last weekend. He specifically just took part in the top prospects game uh, for Team East. And Brady Smith ended up scoring two goals in the game uh, and was named the most valuable player of the top prospects game. Smith, who was a 2005-born player, uh, was also included on NHL Central Scouting's Players to Watch list earlier this year, back in October. So um, we talked to him about being recognized on that level, his experience at the Top Prospects game, and of course, his two-goal performance during the game, uh, which led to him being named Most Valuable Player. So let's get to it. Our final interview of the episode, Brady Smith from the Trail Smoke Eaters. All right, Brady, uh, you were a part of last weekend's 60th anniversary All-Star Weekend. Uh, before we get into the top prospects game, which you played a big part in, uh, just curious, what was your impression uh, of the weekend as a whole? Uh, I thought it was good. I thought the league did a great job organizing everything and having food, snacks, kind of everything that we needed ready for us. So a couple of your trail teammates were there, uh, Brady Hunter and Nicholas Remesong, but there were also uh, a ton of other players from other teams. Uh, what was it like getting to know some of those guys and spending time with them, whether it was uh, at meals that you mentioned, uh, on the bus, uh, other situations? What was it like interacting with some of those players that are on other teams? Uh, I think it's cool just going head-to-head with them every night and getting to know, know what they're like off the ice, too. You wouldn't really expect it, but... Yeah, it's good to just get to know all these new people. So like I mentioned earlier, you were part of the Top Prospects game. Uh, We'll get into the the details of that in a second. But uh, prior to the game itself, there was the on-ice and off-ice combine. Um, Was that something, those uh, those type of tests, was that something new to you? What were your impressions of that part of the event? Yeah, it was the first time I've kind of done anything like that, but it was it was cool with all the technology that they had. Yeah, any uh, any parts of that stand out to you uh, that were uh, unique or fun to take part in, or, or maybe one or two that you were good at um, and, and seemed to excel in? What 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 was it like for you doing those uh, events? Uh, I liked the on ice with kind of the the turns controlling the puck. I thought I did well in that, but it's kind of cool just getting to see how you compare it to the other players. So after that, uh, it was time to hit the ice for the actual top prospects game. Um, I know it's sometimes hard to tell from uh, the stands or, or from rinkside, but as you who's, who was on the ice taking part in it, how did it compare to a regular BCHL game? Do you think it was faster? Do you think it was more or less intense? What, what did it seem like to you uh, as someone who was out there? I thought it was a pretty high skill game and just going having to build chemistry on the fly it was it was a bit different but I think it uh, went well overall so who did you have to build chemistry with who was your D partner was was there someone that you seemed to to connect with on the ice Uh, how did that aspect of it go Uh, I thought it was good I played my my offside but I was with a guy named Lucas on Wenatchee and then just trying to find out where all the forwards would be and kind of what their tendencies are is a little bit different than what I'm used to. 
Yeah, Luke, Lucas McCloskey from the Wenatchee Wild. Um, so that, that's yeah. inter- that's interesting. Um, playing on your offside, um, obviously not something that you're used to doing a ton, uh, or maybe it is. Do you ever have to play on your offside uh, when you're in trail? How how comfortable or or uncomfortable were you uh, playing on your offside? I thought it was. It took a couple shifts to get used to, but just kind of seeing the whole upside of the ice, the other side of your head is a little bit different and having to pivot the other way and all that kind of stuff. But I thought it went well. So that game uh, featured the top NHL draft eligible players in the BCHL, um, including uh, uh, one or two players that are projected to go somewhere around the first and second rounds. Uh, and a whole uh, list of other players that have uh, the chance to be drafted um, this summer, including yourself. So uh, g- given the, the, the rosters on each side and the amount of talent, what was it like um, playing with and against those players? I thought it was good. They just, all the top end players are able to find you wherever you are on the ice and they kind of know where they need to be to get the puck. So it's kind of easy to predict where they're going to go and how they're going to play. So I think that's, that makes the game a lot easier. So the way the rosters were set up, you were playing against uh, mostly players from the coastal conference. I know you don't see those teams a ton uh, during the regular season, only once or twice. So was there anyone on the other side of the ice that stood out as someone difficult to play against or uh, someone that impressed you on the other side? Uh, Yeah. Kai Daniels on Nanaimo. I think we've played them once, but I didn't. I didn't realize he was that good of a player. He really stood out that game. So uh, you also stood out yourself to the point uh, where you won the Most Valuable Player Award. You had a couple goals on the night: one in the first period, one in the second. Um, given who who the amount of talent that was on the ice, which we've already discussed, what did it mean to you to be recognized like like that in a game featuring uh, the BCHL's top players? I thought it was a great honor just to kind of get my game going in the right direction. And I think that'll be a big step for me. Yeah. And the, of course, a big part of this similar to what it is for our BCHL showcase event is to allow scouts uh, to, to see all this top talent in one place. Uh, this was no different. There were scouts from NHL teams, uh, college, uh, college coaches as well. Um, I know you already have your NCAA division one commitment in place, but were there any uh, interesting or or good conversations you had afterwards? You don't need to get into details, but were you able to connect with some of those scouts and talk about your game and and your future? Yeah, a few have reached out and I thought that was, that's pretty cool. Just, and even in the game, looking up and seeing that whole top row just filled with people. Does that add a little bit of pressure for you? Or is that something I know you're, you're probably used to having sc- some amount of scouts, scouts in the building at this level. And you, you of course played at the showcase, but does it add a little bit of pressure to you to have uh, that many people out there representing um, NHL teams? No, I don't think so. I think if you kind of overthink it, then you're not going to play as well and they won't be looking at you. So I think if you just play it like any other game, you're, you're better off than overthinking it. So uh, you were included on NHL Central Scouting's Players to Watch list back in October. Um, was that something on your mind coming into the season? Was it a goal of yours, or is it maybe just a pleasant surprise? How do you approach that? 
Um, yeah, it was a goal coming in, but I had a bit of a slow start, and it, it came as a surprise, but I was pretty happy. So then fast forward a few months, um, they released their midterm rankings. Um, your name was not on that list, but um, does that serve as extra motivation for you? Is, uh, it sounds like it was something on your radar. Obviously, you have your own motivations when it comes to your personal game and team success, but um, the fact that um, you were left off that second list, does that uh, um, put a bit of a chip on your shoulder or, or add extra motivation uh, to you the rest of the year? Yeah, I think so. It it happened about a week and a half or so before the before the top prospects game, so I kind of had to turn around and get it out of my get it out of my head so I could move forward and hopefully have a good game there. Well, sounds like you uh, you did that pretty well. Um, so just Thank you. yeah, so just switching gears here, talk about um, your year so far in trail. Uh, it's your first year in the BCHL. Uh, you've only played thirty one games so far at this level. Um, so for those that maybe haven't seen you play this year, and we talked about some of those coastal fans that may not have seen you play because you don't play too often, um, how would you describe yourself as a player and a defenseman? I think uh, with my with my size, I can kind of play play all situations on the ice. But I'd say I definitely excel more in the offensive opportunities with and without the puck. Uh, so now that you're more than halfway through your first uh, season in the league, are there any things that you're consciously trying to improve in your game as we reach the home stretch of the season? Are there things that have been identified either by yourself, your coaches, uh, the coaches uh, from your your next team in college? Um, have anything's been identified to you as things that you'd like to improve on throughout the year? Yeah, I think a big thing for me is just consistency. I want to be somebody that's relied upon every night and I think consistency is the best way to achieve that so speaking of coaches you're committed to uh, the University of Connecticut um, they're having a really good year uh, there's uh, a ton of BC, former BCHL players on that team as well including a guy uh, named Matthew Wood who led the league in scoring last year and is playing uh, as a freshman a year early this year. Um, so given all the excitement going around on around the team and the success they're having this year, um, how excited are you to eventually get there and, and join that team? Yeah, I think it'll be, it'll be pretty huge just hearing, I asked one of my friends that played with him and he said that he's a pretty exceptional player. So I think, that was a big reason why I ended up going to UConn and we'll hopefully get to play with him. Just a couple more questions here before we wrap up. Um, looking ahead to this weekend, you have a big triple header in Prince George. You have uh, three games against the Spruce Kings. Uh, what are you expecting? They're, they're a good team. Um, they're right near the top of the standings in the interior conference. What are you expecting from this weekend's action? I think it'll be good. I think it'll be more like a playoff series, playing them three games back-to-back. So I think if we can get our bus legs off the long trip, I think we'll be good. And then taking a big-picture look, your team currently holds down the final playoff spot in the interior. Um, you're very close to a couple teams um, 
in seventh and sixth place. So uh, what do you need to do as a team uh, the rest of the way to make sure you get into the playoffs and maybe even catch some of those teams that are closer to you and, and climb up the standings a little bit? I think our team, we're just struggling to have the 60-minute effort that we were before. We've been on a bit of a slide lately, but I feel like it's turning around and we'll, we'll catch back up pretty quick here. All right, Brady. Well, that's all I got for you. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, congrats on the MVP award at the Top Prospects and your great per performance. And uh, best of luck to you and your teammates the rest of the way. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. All right, that does it. Another episode of the BCHL podcast is in the books. Thank you so much to all three of my guests today. Brady Smith, who you just heard from. Johnny Hicks, who we spoke with at the top. And of course, Mirko Budazoni, who was the All-Star Tournament Most Valuable Player. If you didn't get a chance to take in last weekend's event, uh, the BCHL 60th Anniversary All-Star Weekend, uh, we've got you covered. We have posted a ton of photos from the event on our Instagram um, specifically. Uh, also, there are some on our Twitter and our Facebook. Um, so be sure to follow us at BC Hockey League on all social media accounts. Uh, and don't worry, there will be plenty more. Uh, we'll have more photo content, video content coming over the next few weeks uh, as we prepare that and, and get that all together. The BCHL is also back to regular season play after the All-Star break. Uh, there were games on Wednesday and Thursday and, of course, Friday and Saturday uh, are always busy nights across the league. So be sure to stay up to date there. Um, you can stay up to date on our social media, as I mentioned, and of course, our website at bchl.ca. All right, before we go, another shout out to our presenting sponsor, Finning. Uh, for more information on Finning, uh, head to their website at finning.com. That's F-I-N-N-I-N-G.com. And as usual, a huge thank you to our producer, Greg Ballack, for putting this thing together behind the scenes. Last but not least, thank you for listening to this latest episode of the BCHL podcast, and we will talk to you again very soon. 